welcome to this episode of Unraveling the Veil with your host, Yara Rose, also known as Katie Mosier, from the YaraRose.com website. That is Y-A-R-A-R-O-S-E.com. Hello, welcome to today's podcast episode. I am so excited to have you here. I have been preparing for this podcast, I feel like, since at least May, but it just seems like it's never quite ready. So I'm going to go ahead and try to record it today and we'll see if it all flows together or not. In today's episode, I would like to talk about clarity. I feel like the true value of clarity is often underappreciated until those times when it's nowhere to be found. You know what I mean? I often take for granted all those times when I am offered an opportunity and I know immediately whether it's a yes or hey, no, I don't think so. I'm not sure why, but this year I have felt like I've been faced with so many big life potentially altering opportunities and each time it's gone something like this. The opportunity presents itself to me to choose something to do, something that's new and it's truly going to be life-changing, or to continue on the path that I'm already on and keep the status quo. And the last time that I found myself faced with this decision, I was able to, I would almost say, drop back into the seat of myself or just become self-aware enough at some point during the decision-making process to see how much of the chaos around the decision I was creating myself because I had all of these ideas about what this potential could look like or what I might be missing out or the bad or good things with each scenario. And I would get myself so twisted and turned around that I had no idea which way was up and which way wasn't. And then at some point I started watching myself. I would go and I had to ask, all my loved ones, all my friends, my confidence, those people closest to me, the ones that I really respect and really wanted their opinion on what they thought would be the right decision for me, which is so ludicrous when I think about it, because how are they supposed to tell me what the right decision for me is? But that was when the idea for this podcast episode really hit me because I'm like, wow, how many times Do we do this to ourselves? The universe presents us an opportunity to grow, evolve, change, or continue. Or maybe it's multiple opportunities to change this way, that way, whichever. And we overanalyze or we let our attachments to certain expectations and ideals create murky water. So murky that we can't figure out which way is right or which way is up or down anymore. So then we become lost in this decision-making process and we turn to outside sources to help guide us, help us make this decision a lot of the times. And what I have learned is that it is wonderful and understandable and perfectly acceptable to ask for our, our loved one's help or their perspective on something. But I think we all can agree that the final decision has to come from us. And Spirit has told me so many times that we ourselves hold all the answers that we should ever need, and that the only person that we need to ask those questions is ourselves. So I'm hoping that with this podcast episode, I can help you to understand the process of finding clarity, because I know firsthand how difficult 
it can be to find clarity in certain situations. And I want you to feel empowered. I want you to feel like you know what the answer is. And even if at that exact moment you don't know the answer, that's perfectly fine. You know that you will come to the right decision for you. When I attended a marketing seminar a couple of years ago, the presenter said, hey, who would want to go to Target right now and buy clarity in a bottle? Who has decisions about their business or their life or whatever it is that you would just love to go and buy that bottle of clarity, bring it home, pop it in your mouth, and all of a sudden just know the answers? We all waved our hands, right? Because there are times in our life where we get ourselves so twisted and turned around, we don't know what to do. Unfortunately, as we all know, that is not possible. And I would like to take this moment right here and right now to define what clarity is. According to dictionary.com, clarity is a noun that means one, clearness or lucidity as to perception or understanding of freedom from indistinctness or ambiguity, or two, the state or quality of being clear or transparent to the eye. When I read this definition, I was intrigued. Because to me, the definition of lucidity as to perception translates to clearness for that particular person's perception. So really, clarity is truly relative to each individual's perception. And as we have already talked about on previous podcasts, a person's perception is so unique to them because your perception is based on your life experiences and all of your filters. And as we've talked about before, somebody having a very similar life is still going to experience things differently and they're still going to have taken away different ideas and concepts and beliefs about that same exact experience. So each individual person has the most unique perspective out there. So I honestly found this definition to be a bit ironic when I thought about it this way because it leads credence to what I said before, that the best way for each of us to find clarity is looking deep within ourselves, not from the outside world. No one knows exactly how we perceive the world, nor can they provide the best answer for us. They can give their opinions based on their experiences and their perceptions, and they can give a recommendation on what decision they might make or what way they would lean. However, they aren't us. So the answer to them could be the complete opposite answer than what it is for us because we're completely different people with completely different goals and dreams. My hope is by creating and releasing this podcast episode about clarity, I can help you feel more empowered to confidently make these decisions for yourself. And no, I'm not saying that you can't ask for other people's opinions. That's fine. But in the end, I want you to feel confident enough to be able to sit back and truly analyze for yourself what feels right for you. Because I know that for every decision, there is one answer that will be the most beneficial for you in that time. And I know that your inner being already knows what it is and that you know what it is. So then the question becomes, if I already know what it is, then why do I feel so conflicted about it? Why do these opportunities present in such a muddled fashion? Why do I feel like I'm in a dust storm and I can't see? Or why do I feel like I'm in the middle of a blizzard and I can't see? Or or, whatever, hurricane. 
whatever metaphor works best for you. I mean, I've used multiples while I'm in the midst of that energy and that indecision, that lack of clarity. While I was trying to figure this out for myself this year, I had this one thing that was just really... I was struggling to find clarity on because I had such a strong attachment to a particular outcome. So that's number one that I want you to think about. When we find ourselves in this particular storm where clarity seems impossible to grasp, oftentimes the first thing you need to remember is that you most likely have a specific attachment or a desire for a specific outcome. And that is part of what is causing so much of this confusion is because you really want the answer to be this and you want the answer to be that so much that you can't truly evaluate the possibilities because you already have something that you're trying to hold on to. So your brain is like, oh, I want to go to the park today. So I'm going to say, oh, wow, look at the sun. It's out. It'll be a great day to go to the park. I want to go to the park. Oh my gosh, this outfit would be the greatest outfit to wear. Look at how that worked out. And then when things like dark clouds show up and it looks like rain, you get confused because you were just saying how beautiful the day was and how you really needed to go to that park and you were just on the verge of calling your friends you guys were going to have a great day and you already kind of got attached to this idea of I want to go to the park and this is how it's going to look so then when some contrary ideas come up or actual environmental conditions occur that contradict the attachment that you have. And it makes things very difficult and confusing for you in those instances. And it's so funny because I had this important decision and I was like, okay, I'm going to draw cards on it. I'm going to take this deck and I ask the question, what is my best and highest interest? And then I draw a card and then I read the card and the definition in the guidebook. And I could twist that explanation to be in favor of both sides of the equation. So I was like, well, this is worthless. It's not giving me any help. What in the world? What am I supposed to do now? And this decision was really big for me. So I would try multiple different decks to the same problem. I eventually ended up buying a yes and no coin because I was like, I really need an answer on this and I can't find it because obviously I had an attachment and I wasn't able to objectively view the decisions. But anyways, (laughs) I did what most people do. I'm in the midst of a storm and I need an answer. I need it now. So I went and I bought a yes and no coin. And then my son started laughing at me because he's like, mom, it doesn't matter what the coin's going to say. It doesn't matter what the cards are going to say you know what you want the answer to be. So you're going to do that anyways. And if the coin or whatever gives you the opposite answer, you're going to have an excuse for why it did that. Or maybe it read this wrong, or maybe it didn't take this into consideration. And I'm like, maybe, maybe not. I don't, you know, I kind of started laughing at that point because obviously he can tell that I have an attachment to the outcome and that I want it to be this. And even though there's a part of me that knows that it shouldn't be this, I want it to be this so bad that I'm looking for any single possible outlet for how it could still be that. And it was kind of funny because I told my life coach about this. I told her about how I had this decision to make and I really wanted it to be this and I really, really wanted it to be this. So I kept trying to look for any sort of support that that was going to be the right answer for me in that moment. And I even told her, (laughs) I felt so silly afterwards, right? Because I finally had to sit down with myself and be like, Katie, 
Even your 11-year-old son can see that you have an attachment to a specific outcome and that the reason that you're spiraling right now is because the answer that is best for you in this moment is the one that you don't want to acknowledge. It's the one that you would do anything you possibly could to change a no into a yes in this situation, and it's just not right for you. It's just not the right moment. It's not the right opportunity, and it's not always going to be never. It's just right now, here in this time, it's a no. And you know how it's a no? Because you're losing yourself in your emotions right now, trying to come up with any sort of way to make this answer yes. And it's just not happening because it's not meant to be, because it's not in your best interest. And my life coach is laughing a little bit with me. And she said, yeah. She said, you know, you can feel the answer. She's like, Katie, you know, you know, you can feel inside of your body if the answer is yes or if it's no. If it's a yes, there are no obstacles. It's If it's yes, it's nice, it's peaceful, there's light, there's like a lightness, an effortlessness, a smooth and easy, a brightness. Everything just flows. She said, yeah, sometimes you might get like a little speed bump or a pebble in your shoe on the journey, but That's just more like, ooh, my reflection of my perceptional lens right there needs to be just changed, just just shifted just a little bit because fear is coming in because it's fear of growth. But I still feel like majority of my body and everything feels really light. And that's when you know it's a yes. And then, you know, if you do get that little speed bump, you can go, okay, spirit, what do you need me to alter right here? How am I looking at this different? Or how am I letting fear come in and, and trying to cloud this decision. But then when it's a no, when the answer is a no, there's just, there's obstacles, there's heaviness. We get pushback from everything. That's like when you wanted to go to the park and the clouds came out and it started raining or who knows, you know, maybe you got called into the office. Like there's pushback, there's disruptions, things happen. It's heavy. It's And then, you know, as we were talking, she's like, you know, it'd be really beneficial for you in those moments when you're getting no and you're trying really hard to make a no into a yes, even though you know it's a no, ask yourself this. Ask yourself, what is it about this situation? What is it about this no that you are not wanting to see? Why is it you're not willing to take this answer as it is? Why is it you're trying to force it into something else? So I thought this was really useful advice for me in those moments when I'm trying super hard to make an answer be a yes when it really needs to be a no or to be a no when I really want it to yes is what is it about this particular outcome that I want to happen? What is it about this particular outcome and about this answer that I'm not wanting to admit to or to face or to dig into? Ask yourself what the outcome is that you really want. Ask yourself then why? Why do you need this? Why do you need this attachment? Why do you need this outcome to look this way? And then I want you to dig into that because if you can dig into the why you have this attachment and the beliefs underneath that why, you can do so much healing for yourself and you can start to understand yourself so much better 
And then each time you dig down and you address that line and that line and that line, you'll be able to let go of the attachment and clearly discern the answer for yourself. That feels like such a big win. That feels so empowering to finally understand that I do know the answer. I do. You do. You know the answer every time. We just sometimes get lost in the unattachment. So that's number one advice for me is when you get really lost about something, it's because there's some sort of an attachment there and there's some sort of story you're telling yourself. Introducing murkiness into your situation. Have you ever watched Ferdinand the Bull? A Disney movie that they came out with a couple years ago. I don't remember how many, but it's so cute. It reminded me of the situation and kind of reminded me of my situation that I just had that my son called me on. (laughs) But this is cute too, because it portrays how we all go through this. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's perfectly fine. It's part of the process. It's, It's another one of those aspects of learning to understand yourself and help yourself which is what I'm all about is learning how to empower you to make those decisions and create the life of your dreams because no one else can come in here and tell you which decision is the right one for your life because they don't know. This is your life, your perception, your decisions. This is where you're going. But anyways, back to him. I'm sorry, I digress. Back to Ferdinand. There's this part in the movie where he is told he's gotten too big and he is not allowed at the flower festival anymore. And he wants to go to this flower festival so bad that he convinces himself he needs to go. But he wants proof that he needs to go. So it's so cute. This bull goes and he he looks at this orange in this tree and he goes, if that orange doesn't fall within the next three seconds, that's a sign that I need to go to the flower festival. And he gets to one and the orange falls. And then he's like, well, that was just, that was just, what are the odds of that? That that wasn't enough time. That Something happened. So then he looks at this rock that's just laying at his feet. And he goes, if this rock is still laying here within, and as he's saying that, this bird comes and grabs the rock and flies away with it. And the bull's just like, really, truly, what could you possibly need that rock for? So then in one last ditch effort to try to prove that he needs to go to this festival, he looks at this hatching egg and he goes, If that egg hasn't hatched within 10 seconds, that's a yes that I should go to the flower festival. So then he starts counting. And as soon as he starts counting, the egg starts cracking. And so then he starts counting really, 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 really fast, right? So like normally you'd be like, one, two, three. He goes, one, two, three, five, six, seven, nine, ten. And then he just goes, okay, that's a yes. And he heads off to the flower festival. And then, you know, it shows that the, the egg cracked within the 10 seconds. So... He had three signs from the universe that this was a no for him. He had his no as well as I did. And the difference is I finally came around to the fact that, yes, the answer was no. And I finally came around on my own to the fact that it was going to be okay that the answer was no. I just was a little disappointed. But it ended up happening. Like whatever it was ended up happening. It just ended up being in a different timeline than what my ego wanted it to be. Whereas the bull decided to take it upon himself to ignore all of these signs and all of these dictations that he had gotten from his owner not to go and go anyways. And I think that's kind of cool to point out too, because I mean, I get that it's a movie, but in real life too, it works the same way where there really is no wrong decision. There's multiple opportunities everywhere. The world's full of multiple opportunities for you. And sometimes you might take the one that's 
not the path of least resistance. But it's okay because you're still going to gather data on it. You're still going to have new experiences to add to your belt. You're going to learn things from the experience. You're going to grow from the experience. And it's going to help you get to where you want to be. It may have been more of a meandering road than what you could have taken had you listened, but that's okay. That's your journey. No one needs to judge you for that. You don't need to judge yourself for it. And it also releases so much pressure because there's no wrong decision. They're all right. There's just some that feel better in that moment, but that's okay. So we've talked about how I think one of the number one obstacles to us finding clarity is our attachments and how we can, you know, write that, write down or journal or dig down deeper into why we have our particular attachment to it and how we can help heal and release that attachment, which helps to open us up to receiving the clarity that we were looking for. Also, another sign that spirit has been sharing with me a lot this weekend, actually. It's so funny. I'm on a motorcycle trip with my husband this weekend, and we come to Wisconsin every year. We have like the last three years, and we just ride the motorcycle around different little towns around the Mississippi because I love the Mississippi. I love the energy of the mighty Mississippi, and it's just awesome to get away and experience that and just see Wisconsin because Wisconsin's beautiful. Anyway, we <laughs> there's been so many times where we're driving along, just minding our own business, really enjoying the scenery and just taking our time. And there will be a car that was nowhere in sight. And all of a sudden it will come up behind us and it will pass us. And within a couple minutes, you do not even see that car ahead of us. And it's happened so many times. I literally was joking with my husband about it today because I'm like, I'm going to start counting. How many cars come out of nowhere, pass us, and just go flying? It is so crazy to me. How many cars and other vehicles, but are they not just cars, but how many vehicles just come up on us like that? And they're just all in such a hurry. So I was talking to Spirit about it today. Everyone is in such a big hurry. And I feel like that was a huge nudge from them to be like, yeah, everyone's in a big hurry. And you know what happens when you're in a really big hurry all the time? You generally miss things. So another reason that I think that it's hard for us sometimes to see clarity is because we are in such a big rush to get to the next step, to get to the next answer, to get to the next opportunity, to move on. We're always in such a rush. It's part of culture nowadays. Take this decision, make this decision. So if I had to give you any other advice... I feel like if spirit really wants to give you this other advice regarding clarity and finding clarity for yourself, it's that if you first release your attachments and you still can't see straight, then try to ground yourself. Do things to bring yourself back into the present moment, into your body right here and right now. Something good that you can do is to visually look around and start naming off things that you can see right here, right now that kind of brings you back into the present. Engage all five of your senses. What can you see? What can you smell? What can you feel? What can you taste? What can you touch? Right here in this moment. Or you can also try going outside and just putting your feet on the ground and soaking in nature for a little bit and just imagine your all of your consciousness coming back into your body, into this moment. And, and again, engage the five senses. That I think will help a lot because in our hustle and bustle to get to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, we 
lose our alignment with ourselves. And when we're not aligned with ourselves, it's really hard to hear the answer. It's hard to feel it within our body because our body's so busy trying to move and trying to keep up that we are having troubles interpreting the message within ourselves. It's kind of like this. I have a good example. When we were riding the bike yesterday, it was kind of windy. So when we were in the open areas of the country, I couldn't hear our radio at all. I knew that it was playing music, but I could not hear it. But then we'd go in like a valley with mountains on both sides or trees on both sides, and then I could hear the music clear as day. It's not that the music turned off in those areas where it was open and the wind was interfering. It's simply that I couldn't hear it because there was interference. And that's exactly what's happening when we're rushing through things and we're not in alignment. We're not able to interpret the messages that our body would try to send to us because there's interference there. This interference is causing us confusion. It's not that we don't know the answer within ourselves. We simply can't feel it in that particular moment. Oftentimes, the more confused we get, the more we try to pressure ourselves into finding clarity or making the right decision, completely unaware that in doing so, we are tossing more resistance or interference into the equation. Release the need to know right now. Release the pressure to have that decision made right now. Release the attachment. Ground yourself and continue moving forward. The answer will be revealed to you as soon as you stop looking for it. I really hope that this podcast episode helped you to feel more empowered, to confidently make the decisions that feel the best for you, and to trust in your own ability to navigate on your journey through this life. As always, I appreciate you listening to my podcast. And I wish you the most love, light, and inspiration. With all of my love, Yara Rose.